You're listening to RaceWire on Over the Top Cycling. I'm your host, George Thomas, in Boulder, Colorado, and today we have Isabel Pulver joining us from Switzerland. Isabel, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. I really appreciate you taking the time doing this. It was so fun getting to meet you at the finish line. I've uh, <laughs> been looking forward to chatting with you ever since, and uh, I'm glad things have worked out where we were able to connect today. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. Now, yeah, you had a fantastic race, and I do want to get into that some, but what I'd really like to know is you were such a, a down-to-earth people's champion. What's it been like for you since you got home? Are, are people treating you differently? Uh, yes, they, they actually do. They, they think I'm a, a hero for them, but uh, I feel still the same person than before. But it's uh, it's fun to to see what they what they did at home during the time I was racing. They were uh, writing texts with a WhatsApp for me, and I'm now reading all those texts also by Facebook. And it's it's real fun. They made the same race at home too, I guess. <laughs> so, what was that like for you? Was your crew um, keeping you up to date on how many people were actually following you, or were you surprised when you got off your bike at the finish and saw just a, a jam-packed email box? Um, my crew were writing, were telling me the texts they were writing in Facebook and the WhatsApp, so I knew that a lot of people are following me. And I don't have my mailbox all packed up because they don't communicate over my Facebook, over my mail. They more do it over Facebook or WhatsApp. So I was happy don't have more than 100 mails on my mailbox after four weeks vacation. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was it like as far as um, work and getting back into kind of a regular flow of life after being away for so long? Uh, it was it was funny. I'm working with uh, people with disease. The most of them, they are in a wheelchair, in a mobile or in an electric wheelchair. And already on the... On the race, I told my guys in the team that they should tell them I come on Monday around half past 12 and I come by car and it would be great to have a wheelchair there because I'm used to sitting now, I can't stand anymore. <laughs> and they were waiting for me at Monday with a wheelchair on the parking spot so I just could change from my car in the wheelchair <laughs> to go to work. <laughs> It was funny. <laughs> now, do you work in rehab? Are you are you in the medical field? Uh, yes, it's a. I'm a physical therapist, uh -huh. and uh, it's a uh, the part after rehabilitation. It's so, a it's a place where people can live there. They can work there. They can go to school there. It's an institution for. The part after rehabilitation. Now, what was it like for you? Did you have any damage to your hands or extremities that have made getting back to work difficult? I mean, I know some people have lost dexterity in their hands for quite some time following RAM. Yeah, one hand was a little wasn't that strong anymore. The right hand, and if I have to do massage, massages, it's a little bit hard. But the more I 
work with the people, so I don't feel it really that it's uh, from the strong a little different. I also feel my feet a little bit of a special sensation I have there, but uh, it's every day a little bit better, so uh, it's getting getting good again, I think. Now, your sister was your crew chief, and she is a physician, correct? She's a doctor. Yes. And how was the race on your relationship with your sister? You seemed so close at the finish line, which was just great to see. We weren't that close before. That's true, yeah. It made, uh, made us closer for the race, for the run. Brought us closer. And do you think that's going to be good for your overall relationship with your sister following? I think, yeah. And I'm always curious, how long was it before you got back on your bike? <laughs> um, it was around a week because I had no bikes. We were, I came in, in and at the race on Saturday and we fly back on one week later. And during the time this week we stayed in uh, in America, I had no bike, so I couldn't go back on the bike because my my uh, medic, my uh, mechanic people, they already put the bikes in the box for flying back home to Switzerland. So I had to wait about a week to get back on the bike. Now, what are your plans for the rest of the year? Are you going to be doing any more races or competitions or events? <laughs> uh, yes, I got the invitation from the Tortur Mallorca and I will start on the Tortur Mallorca on the 16th of October this year as my uh, as my final as my end of this season And how are you as far as training and preparing for something like that are you have you been able to get back into kind of a regular routine on the bicycle yet um more than less i guess i'm i'm doing pretty good in the flats for the moment but for the mountains i don't think that my muscles are already back there where they were before the race they need a little bit more time i guess for uh, uh, getting in the uh, steep mountains now, how have you recovered just overall? I know as I've gotten older, just the sleep deprivation really takes a toll on me following the race. Um, how about for you? Have you been able to, to recover uh, your overall fitness fairly well? Till now? By now, I think I'm more or less recovered, yeah. But the first week, it was the first couple of days... I could sleep whenever I was uh, sitting or leaning down, that's true. <laughs> and the second week I had a little bit problems with uh, sleeping then when I'm really can't sleep. Because all, I think also because of the jet lag we had from America back to Europe. And after two weeks it was more or less uh, normal life with uh, daylight, nightlight, yeah. So, again, I want to get back to your job, um, being a physical therapist. Uh, did a lot of patients follow along? And, and uh... Yeah, they did. They uh, had a, a big TV right by the entrance of the institution. 
and so they could follow the the small number five to nine every day, every moment, because they had with the Tractalis app everything on this TV. And so everybody knew that I was in America to this race, and I got also pictures that they were about I don't know 10, 15 people around this TV to just to watch <laughs> the small thing moving slowly <laughs> direction <laughs> direction east. <laughs> So sad for them if they came in and their watch time was when you were having a sleep break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were writing, hey, the thing isn't moving anymore, what's the problem? Because sometimes they didn't realize that we have the time difference and that I don't only sleep in the night, that, uh, that I also sleep then when I'm tired and when I need to sleep. So they were already excited when it was an hour or two not moving anymore. And my team had much of a what up with questions. Where are you? What's going on? So it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> now, what were your plans when you came into RAM? Were, did you come over with the goal to win? No, not at all. I, uh, I came to America to hope to can go back home as a finisher and that was my big goal just getting a finisher over and i assume your crew had that same uh goal for you as well we are going to get isabel to the finish um i made a table with the times for me so i hope to be in Annapolis around 12 days later, so I have 21 hours uh, on reserve if I need more sleep or if you have a problem or something. And finally it was two days earlier there. I, I uh, got them vacation for two days. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you scheduled yourself for the last banquet and everything because I, I was really surprised talking to you at the finish when you said your goal was to finish at 12 days. <laughs> so was anyone on the crew just thinking, oh my gosh, Isabel's going out way too fast? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. They didn't got me that feeling. <laughs> 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 I guess we were, I, uh, I guess we had a really good team together. Also my husband, who is the coach, he couldn't come with to America. He stayed in Switzerland, but he was always in contact with with the team, so they were uh, looking what speed I'm going on, they were checking the pulse rates I had and they were acceptable, so we didn't, didn't have to slow down actually. You're listening to RaceWire on Over the Top Cycling. We're in Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. You can follow us on social media, Facebook at Over the Top Cycling, Instagram at Over the Top Cycling. On Twitter, we're Over the Top Bike. Our website, overthetopradio.net. And be sure to download us on iTunes or follow us on the Acast app. Today we are visiting with 2015 Race Across America champion Isabel Pulver from Switzerland. So Isabel, you were just saying that uh, you'd put down as a goal to finish in 12 days. You found yourself going 48 hours faster than that. Um, at what point did the attitude in the crew and in yourself change, or did it to, 
I just want to finish this to, I want to win. Um, it's hard to say, I guess, around two, after about eight, nine days, I realized that I'm, that I'm probably pretty fast on the race. And uh, I didn't have the other women around me. So I thought maybe I can do a better time than that we, we, we thought. So we made some calculation with what for speed would it need to be there after 11 days, after 10 days. And they made a couple calculations, my team. But I guess for especially on the last 24 hours, I just had to ride what I could. The sleep was always a bigger problem that I don't get in a, in a so I don't know how to say it in English, a second sleep to uh -huh. not to fall down from the bike. So I couldn't check it with the calculation they made. I just was sitting on the bike and trying to get just somehow to the final line. <laughs> now your husband is your coach. Yes, he's. That must have been so hard for him not to be there with you during this. Yeah, that's true. But he uh, he couldn't come because because of his health. He doesn't see very well, and he has often uh, a headache. Uh -huh. So it was finally better that he wasn't with us together there. But you were. Uh, in communication such that he was able to actually help out quite a bit, um, stationed in Switzerland. Yes, yeah. he made uh, a lot. Yeah. Now I'm curious, what about your um, nutrition? What, When you were crossing, were you having any types of trouble with uh, food that you had planned to eat? Did you, had to make any, did you have to make any changes in your nutrition plan as you were racing? Uh, yes. I wasn't eating that much that I should eat. I guess, I guess in the desert it was so hot and I couldn't eat uh, normal foods or or uh, power bars. I only I prefer to the fluid food and drink. And uh, my team thought it was not enough for me, so they just gave me to eat whatever I was eating. So I was eating just everything. Power bars, gels, hamburger, just everything. <laughs> and I was lucky I never had troubles with my stomach. So uh, we just tried to get the calories in my body to use them to get the power in the legs. And how about sleep? How much sleep were you getting every day? The first day it was a longer day. We made about 29 hours before I made the first sleep stop. And then for every 24 hours, we planned a three-hour stop with more or less two hours sleep. And that we could deal till the end. Once I had, uh, I guess, three and a half hours instead of three hours, but that was not a big, big thing. Until last night, we didn't sleep anymore. There I made more power naps. What did you find was really the the most difficult part of this entire event for you? The 
most difficult part of the RAM? Yes. The end, the last 24 hours was the hardest part, I guess. I don't know why, maybe because it was starting to rain. I guess also I was tired. I thought the finish line is almost here, but he wasn't here yet. <laughs> so uh, the last 24 hours, they were, they were hard. I guess at the beginning in the desert, it was real hot, but that I could deal actually pretty good. My team was perfect. They were sprinkling me with water and getting my body cold. That was a really good job they did. And then the mountains, the Rocky Mountains of over uh, 3,000 meters, I I didn't know how I react up there with my bike. And my team was so perfect. We were getting up there, singing the songs and just flying to the top. It was incredible for me. So I thought the uh, mountains doesn't get a problem for me. And uh, so it was also. And then the end with the... Last 24 hours, they were, yeah, they were hard. <laughs> so, Isabel, what part of the race or parts of the race did you actually find easier than you had expected you would find? Uh, the Rocky Mountains. Was, I, thought, I thought it would be harder than it was. And... Uh, Yeah, that's, I guess, the thing. And uh, overall, I didn't thought it would get to the final line so with my legs so so good moving. I never, until the end, I never had problems with my legs. And that was, uh, yeah, that was a surprise for me. I thought I, I would get the moment where I can't sit on the bike anymore and can't move my legs anymore and this uh, thing I never had. It was just amazing to see you come in. You were such a... I mean obviously no one looks fresh at the end of that but you looked like you were in such good shape and you were so happy. <laughs> was... I was so happy. Yeah. I still am. <laughs> Any plans, any thoughts about doing the event again? Um, uh, there are still thoughts. I guess it's RAM going to be a, a big part for um, for the, the budget, for the responses, because it's quite expensive from Switzerland to America with uh, nine people in a team. But if I get enough sponsors, it uh, yeah, it could be possible to come back on RAM to try uh, to try it once more. Is there anything that you would change from what you did this year? Maybe that you learned that you would bring with you um, if you tried it again that you think would make you faster or make you have a better race? Uh, I guess. I would change my, uh, how do you say that, my, my goal in my mind, don't be just a finisher, be a, be a fast woman. And I guess if you start in your mind to, to try to do it as fast as you can, you, you rise different, you rise different than if you think I, I just want to get a finisher and I'm 
more than a finisher, so it's okay. And I guess there at the end, I could have been more, uh, more. It could have been more sportive, more competition than what we did. We did uh, cycling. It was okay, but uh, I guess the next time I would try to compete till to the end. Isabel Pulver, thank you so much for joining us. Fantastic champion, 2015 race across America. Thank you. This is Over the Top Cycling in Boulder, Colorado. You're listening to RaceWire. Isabel Pulver from Switzerland, 2015 Race Across America, solo women's champion. In Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.